So we found out that <laughs> after recording for an hour and 12 minutes and 30 seconds, it uh, the iPad will just stop recording. So yeah. at the end of this episode, it just gets cut off, and yeah. we can't make it any longer. So That's what I get for trying to do bonus stuff, man. Yeah. You know? We didn't really have much more to say anyways. Yeah, it cut off at a good time. Yeah. It was like, yeah, so it's... And that was it. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> Enjoy the show. much man just uh chilling like a villain you know <laughs> yeah all right i got a question for you yeah and we've been talking about go bags lately uh-huh. right always on the go you grab your go bag you head out who knows some sort of emergency right got everything you need in there mm-hmm. <clears throat> you put one miniature bottle in your go bag and it could be doesn't have to be an actual miniature bottle made somewhere, but you could make one up. Yeah. What? So you're talking about a 50 milliliter type thing. Yeah. What? Which is the? Well, it all depends on what's available. What's the one thing you're gonna put in there? Um, What's your What's your go bag? Man, whiskey. See, that's the thing. Uh, Here in Wisconsin, those uh, 50 milliliter bottles are pretty limited as far as the variations of whiskey you can get. Yeah, but this in this situation, but in this scenario, yeah, I have you no can, other choice. Any any one you want, and they could make a miniature for you. Huh? What have I seen that came that comes in miniatures? Oh, um, people are gonna hate me for this because I honestly think that it's a hyped up whiskey, but you can get these in airplane bottles. I think that's what they call them now, airplane bottles. Yeah. Um, Blanton's. That's what you'd get? Yeah. Because I've never seen it in the airplane bottle, but <laughs> just because it looks cool. Because you've seen the bottle, yeah, right? It's the same shape and everything. Yeah, it has That'd a little cool. horse. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the reason. But to answer your question directly, uh, I don't know. I, I probably could go down with the Jim Beam white label miniature. Because you could do so much with it. Drink it straight. And if you got a can of Coke or something. Sure. <laughs> Gotta make a cocktail or something like that. But, you know, I don't know. I'm going to have to go with, see now, in in the worst case scenario. Do they make miniature scotch bottles? Yeah, they, they do. do. But in this little oh, game scenario. we're playing here, yeah. we, you can, they can make yeah. anything you want. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I would say my worst case scenario, I'd be... You grab your go bag, you're away from your home, and you're not coming back, and you're cold, and you're wet, and you're just miserable. Mm-hmm. And in that case, I would want uh, a real uh, peaty scotch. Yeah. Something to some really warmth. cure me. Cure Something my, with some meat me. on it. Yeah. You know? Like a like a cask strength. Um, <laughs> let's, let's be honest, though. 
when we have a separate go bag for, you know. Well, we're not taking airplane bottles, bar. man. We're taking full bottles. <laughs> go bottle. Are you crazy? <laughs> this is my go bottle bag. Yeah, my go bottle. I'm gonna try to bag. take as much of the seven fifty liters I can. <laughs> Bubble wrap. <laughs> wow. But yeah, yeah, that is interesting though. Yeah, I, I would say there's so many of them out there. It's just hard to pick at that point, especially when you're. You might be forced to leave somewhere, and you gotta grab your go bag and yeah. and go. Who knows? No, I mean you probably probably be the last thing we think about. But if we did think about it, you're like, oh, okay, I could grab a couple of miniatures here, and so forth. Yeah. Who knows? I do have one question though. Uh, have you been? I I know we got a Kentucky trip coming up, so have you been? really getting anything new or i got a few bottles went to total wine the other day uh-huh. uh got a few let's see three or four bottles man same I'm here i'm slowing down yeah i got three this week that i wasn't planning on getting but some new stuff one bottle dropped that i couldn't pass on and i didn't think that was going to get here in wisconsin so i couldn't pass it up <laughs> had to had to get it and then um which would be no surprise uh trying to get more world whiskey in my collection mm-hmm. and i didn't have any irish stuff so <sighs> i was meaning to tell you man I, I forgot that the irish um red breast uh cash strength 12 year right you know it's discontinued you yeah you told me that yeah and then i think Online, Amon still had it coming up in his uh, inventory, okay. but now, obviously, because huh. it's it's March and that's what everyone's thinking about now. It's Irish whiskey, so that's all gone. <laughs> so what I was able to do because it seems like this brand is also getting harder to find, just because it takes people a while to catch on to stuff. Sure, and um. The spots, you know, green spot and yellow spot. Right. You was, bought. Is that what you bought? I bought them both, and mm. um, of course, the yellow spot is kind of getting limited now. It was only two bottles on the shelf, and I'm like, man, I was only hoping to get the green spot maybe, and then wait down the road to get the yellow spot. And then I thought to myself, maybe the next time I do come back, the yellow spot might be gone. And then it will be like the blue spot that you can't find anymore, which I hear that is top of the line Irish whiskey. I think I had the yellow spot once. Yeah, you told me. You were impressed. That's why I got it. Haven't opened them yet, but kind of wanted some some Irish whiskey in the collection. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, shall we proceed? Yeah. Yeah. uh... Low end, high end. Low yeah, end. below. Speaking of Irish whiskey. Oh, Writer's Tears. Writer's Tears. Copper Pot now, Irish whiskey, 40%. Okay. Um, interesting, this little distilled, matured, and bottled in bond for so Walsh Whiskey Distillery. So Ashley says bottled in bond. <laughs> yeah. Bottled in bond. Check that out. So it was. Does. They have to go against the 
same regulations that they do here in, in Ireland. Uh, bottled and bond means forty percent. I don't know. No, bottle and bond, which is <laughs> funny. The 50%. time, the time of this recording, Thursday was ash was actually um, bottled and bond day. Okay. So here in the U.S., I don't know about Irish whiskey. I'm gonna have to look this up now, but um. It's kind of watched over by the government, kind of. Like, you got to go by government regulations. So it has to be at least four years old. And like you were saying about the proof, 100. Yeah. And um, and they have like a government official that... Has to be by the same or whatever. distiller or so forth. Um, man, I wish I knew about this, but this is a beautiful thing about these uh, low and high ends. You never know what everyone's going to bring yeah so part of while we're uh pouring this in our glass and all that stuff i will actually look up the correct definition of bottled and bond to see if i have my facts straight but yeah. man i didn't I, know that they did this with uh and i thought oral whiskey right this is the first time i've heard of it in in ireland um but i've always thought the bottle and bond had to be 50 percent yeah, they they uh, you're right. It's it has to be 100 proof, I know. And necessarily, I don't think it has to do with anything with um years either. It just has to be at least um 4 years old or has to be 4 years old and up. <clears throat> Cuz it says it's a unique vatting of single pot still and single malt Irish whiskeys. Hmm. So, we will taste, and smell, and report. Yeah, I know it was a ton of ways that, you know, requires to be bottled and bond, but I give you the definition first. So, uh, bottled and bond is a label for a American-made distilled beverage that has been aged and bottled according to a set of legal regulations contained in the United States government's standards of identity for distilled spirits, which the Bottled and Bond Act um, started in 1897. And here's the requirements. So, it must have been... It must be aged in a federally bonded warehouse under U.S. government supervision for at least four years and bottled at 100 proof, like you were saying, with 50% alcohol by volume. Huh. And then the product from for the label must identify the distillery where it was distilled and, if different, where it was bottled. It's like so many rules and regulations to it because i know it's more to it but really wasn't prepared for this so sorry but yeah oh well so I, that, I don't know what it that's the u.s but yeah i don't know be, what this means for it's irish a, whiskey it's just a just throwing a name out there i guess for, yeah. for another country so, it doesn't really mean anything now what what standard of the writer's tears is this because i think they have three right, different there versions is, there right? is a couple different versions this is just the forty percent Irish whiskey, copper pot writer's tears. It doesn't say. Uh, it's not one hundred percent malt. 
So I think this is the basic version. Writer's tier. So you said pot still. So copper pot. Copper pot. And that's kind of most of Irish whiskey, right? It's three different types, right? Pot still, then you got a malt or... Column still. Yeah, something like that. I really don't know about my world whiskey like you do. Um, so far on the nose, um, I'm getting a lot of, I don't know. Some I got like a biscuity. Yeah, like biscuits. biscuits. Yeah. Um, even though I'm not getting like the chocolate presents, but you know, like Whoppers. Mm-hmm. Like the Malt inside. Balls? Yeah. Yeah, the inside of the Whopper. I don't know, is that like a wafer type thing, or? Yeah, it's like malt balls. Yeah. But not picking up chocolate. Or, if you open so. up a fresh uh, box of, um, man, what is it? Not corn pops. Kicks. Mm-hmm. Kicks. Um, there's like a dried fruit. Uh, it's, it's not bright at all. It's not... It's apricot. Not bright. Yeah, apricot. Yeah. But, like, subtle. I get some melon, too. Like honeydew. Honeydew melon. Yeah, it has some... Mm. Has, With has a little some biscuit overtone. Hmm. Yeah, not bad. It's not a... I think if you had a little bit more age to this, it could bring out the flavors more. So who knows how the other ones taste as far as how long they've been aged. Because mm -hmm. right now, I mean, you're guessing that this is at least a four-year-old whiskey or maybe even more since it says bottled yeah. and bond, but... We don't know if they go by the same regulations as they do here. I doubt it. I don't know if they just put it on the label, but yeah, I, I have no idea. I've... It's a good blend. Yeah. Nice and light. So what is the best Irish whiskey that you have had um i would say personally for me was probably the cash strength um red breast 12 but that's probably like one of the only irish whiskeys that i ever you know had other than jameson but you know yeah um because i hear there's I, did. Some... I bought a bottle yeah i'm gonna have to say it's the jameson gold Really? I bought a bottle of that. That was really good. Cause I, it was like $100. Yeah. I, I, I see some age-stated Jamesons, and I just don't know too much about them. Not like Red Breasts. Red Breasts is like when you think of good Irish whiskey, you think of them. It's like the first thing that pops up in your head. Yeah. Other than, you know... The yellow spot and the blue spot, red spot. I hear great things about them. 
but they are pretty limited. You can't really find them. I there's one called Tear Connell. I think that's it. Tear Connell. And it's a single malt that's really good and it's reasonable. It's like in the thirties. Are you sated or Yeah, they have they have one that's just their I don't think there's an age statement on it, and then they have another one that's like I want to say they have one that's a 16-year and then a 12, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really know. But they have, yeah, they have age statement. Tears, you know. Yeah, I want to get into more whiskeys and, you know, the bourbons and rice and stuff. Because it's nice to know about all the different cultures that love whiskey and appreciate it and how they do their own shape of whiskey as far as the different flavors and how they barrel it and I don't know it's pretty interesting like um actually this is funny and uh I think we're only gonna be able to go to the gift shop because I don't know if it's on our agenda or not but Heaven Hill which makes sense for you you like do you like standard Elijah Craig and then you like the Barrel Proof, which is a 12-year, you know, high-proof uh-huh. whiskey. I know you're a fan of that. Yeah. Did you know that their, uh, <laughs> their master distiller is Irish? No. Yeah, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is O'Driscoll. Huh. Yeah, straight from Ireland. I mean, he's there in Kentucky making American-made <laughs> whiskey. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Because it's funny, uh, uh, a guy like you, and I hear a lot of people are like this, and I think I saw this somewhere on the internet too, like a lot of scotch lovers or world whiskey, international whiskey guys, mm-hmm. one of the first American bourbons that they get drawn to, to be intrigued and want to dive in to bourbon is that Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. Oh, what is it about it that... There's a flintiness. There's a mineral quality to it. That mm-hmm. is, it's not. It set, sets itself aside from from all the rest. Yeah. Which I don't pick that up, maybe because I drink so much American whiskey. But you having that scotch, yeah, or that that malt palate, mm-hmm. you probably could pick it up easier than I can. So I guess I I can totally get that. Not a not a bad whiskey though. I tell you, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, Right of Tears is uh, not a bad Irish whiskey. Yeah, Eighty proof. Um, I'm trying to find anything to say about it, and there's not too much to say about this. Yeah, it's just a solid. It's solid whiskey, you know. Yeah, something. Uh, I mean, something to write home about. But if you want uh, Irish whiskey in your collection and you don't know about Irish whiskey, this will probably be the first step. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens when it has like some some proof and more age to it. 80 proof? Hmm. Not my favorite proof. Um, that's why I'm intrigued about that green spot that I just spot. 
Yeah. Because I know that that could be 8 to 10 years in age, but that's at 80 proof too, so... I wish I just knew the age of this, but it's not age dated, yeah, so it doesn't doesn't say. We'll see. So while we have this in our glass, I could bring this up for a topic of conversation. That uh, I think I sent it to you, the Balvini twenty one oh, year. Yeah, was that a good price? Four hundred. Well, their Portwood one is twenty. Uh, is um. Yeah, two ninety nine. Yeah, and that one's three ninety nine. So it's probably a good price because it's such a rare thing. I've never seen that um, single barrel, single barrel. But it's it's also just ex bourbon casks, and there's nothing. You know, there's no there's no sherry or port going on there at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Well. I, I don't know I I can justify the the 15 year it's worth it it really is and then I bought the 21 year and I'm like I don't know if I can justify this oh so you have had the I have the 21 portwood yeah okay but not the single barrel never had the single barrel 21 year it's single yeah it's single barrel 21 but that was just in a different wood. it's different cask cask yeah. that's all yeah gotcha I hear the best one from my friend back home. Uh, shout out to Distilled Adrenaline. He was talking high up about the uh, Madeira cask 21. Oh, I didn't know they had that. Yeah, he said his. That's his favorite? Yeah, that's the favorite one. Hmm. He'll pick it every day over the portwood, he Man, said. I have to try that if I find it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to talk to him and see if he could. Give us that sample. <laughs> or find a way that... We are could, accepting could, samples. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get a P.O. box. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, man. Scotch is a beautiful thing, even though I love my American stuff. Because mm-hmm. it's starting to grow on me. Doing these episodes with Dylan. Um, it is a acquired taste. I would say that. But that's that's just with anything. Yeah. The more you drink it, the more you like it. I I yep. will say. You got to give it a chance. Because I didn't like American bourbon from the get-go. Especially the barrel strength stuff. Mm. And now I'm all about the barrel strength. Because, <laughs> man, I, I that Sunday night last week after I left here, I did have a pour of that Kirkland 24-year-old. That my father-in-law got us for my anniversary. And I want to say that was an ex-bourbon cask and Oloroso sherry. It's so dark. But man, the more you sip it, it's like... Because I had it open for a while. The first pour, I was like, eh. So I let it breathe for a bit. Because um, the neck pour, to me, wasn't all that great. I don't know if I wasn't acclimated to that scotch malt profile but sunday night man it's like smooth as butter it is Uh. so tasty 92 proof it's like man it's like you're drinking a nice orange syrup but it's not sweet it has a hint of sweetness but you get a lot of uh, a lot of orange um cinnamon 
it's like, man, I didn't know that you could do this with scotch. No heat at all. And but with oh, being Asian, those proof. Yeah, ninety-two. I'm gonna 92? say. But being Asian, those cask, you know, it probably gave it a lot of character. Like in the who knows what bourbon that it was Asian, and you know when whenever you use a Oloroso sherry cask, you get that dark, uh-huh. very dark um, presence in the because it looks <laughs> it looked like I was uh, pouring a stout for a minute i was like man this stuff is dark but it's good i know you say you have the 23 20. or 20. 20 so we got to do an episode of that 24 and that 20 together yeah, and see how they are yeah well so the listeners out there give whiskey a chance scotch irish american if your favorite to any of them, Japanese, how can I forget Japanese? It's like, just give the others a chance, no matter which category that you favor the most. Yeah. I think whiskey's for everyone, all all genres, if you give it a chance. I'm, I'm glad I started trying all these different whiskeys years ago. Mm-hmm. Instead of just stick with like a handful Just one, of, I'm a scotch yeah. guy, I'm strictly scotch. Yeah. That's all I'm going to drink. Yep. There's people out there. It is one of the widest variety spirits out there because you got gin you know you can only go so far with gin vodka is the narrowest right it's like yeah subtle differences between them but not much you can to some extent appreciate vodka i know we're talking about vodka on a whiskey podcast but what more can you do with it though you know other than make cocktails to switch it up but as far as drinking it straight like we're doing with whiskey the flavor profile really doesn't change other than smoothness, crisp, crisp, crispness, and like if you got some type of crazy flavor <laughs> whiskey, which is all medicinal to somewhat, to some extent. But there are some good ones out there, and there's some bad ones out yeah, there too, yeah. as far as uh, flavor is concerned. But yeah, that's why I appreciate whiskey because so I think we both can say that. To surprise me. Yeah, I think we both can say that. I don't think we had we probably between us both we had a lot of whiskeys, and I can't recall any whiskey tasting the same or even generic. It's yeah. like yeah, it's gonna have some type of different profile. It's- Every, every one of them is different. Yeah. It's amazing. Like this writer's tear, tears. I will say that this can be on the generic side, but I'm not that well established in Irish whiskey, but I'm pretty sure. No, I think you nailed it. It is. It's a little on the generic yeah. side. But if you had another whiskey that's 80 proof, or Irish whiskey that's 80 proof, will this be different in flavor if it was in a barrel longer or you know mm-hmm. we, you never know because no. I don't know too much about writer's tears but you could do so much with whiskey I want to see a whiskey that's aged in uh, Oloroso Sherry <laughs> I thought you were going to say pine <laughs> oh yeah pine because <laughs> yeah. the, the green spot and also the yellow spot they're both Asian X 
bourbon cask. So that's intriguing. The try those, and uh, we know about Japanese whiskey. That's just I don't know. Well, how will you go in tier as far as your whiskey profile? Like, what's your favorite genre from first to fourth? Well, what do you what do you mean? Like Scotch. Oh, American, Irish. Number Japanese. one is Scotch. Absolutely number one. It's just when it's when it's really good, it's uh, blows for, blows me away. Yeah. Like I've I've had some for the listeners out there. If you listen to previous episodes, when Dylan always said that, I was like, yeah, this part just is bro profile because i feel the same way about bourbon it's like man it just blows me away yeah but man when we reviewed that spring bank 15 year which is a scotch it it, man it was mind-blowing (laughs) mind-blowing that was really good i'd say second would be japanese yeah because i've had some really great (laughs) japanese whiskeys (laughs) I mean, and that Yamazaki 12-year is good, and you have the 18, yeah, which I never had. I wish I could have a bottle of, on a, of that in my house at all times at 18. So good. Man, the one that we reviewed on here, which hasn't came out yet, but um, the Nika. Yeah. It will come out before this episode, but the you almost said that that was the best that you ever had and then i'm like are you That's, sure are you sure about that no we, we figured that one out but yeah it's still good gonna, though that's gonna get great when it's you know three uh, months from now oh man i can't wait uh then well i'd have to say american bourbon yeah. rye mm-hmm. because uh you know a cocktail especially cocktails you just can't there's nothing like it you can't you can't use any world whiskey and make a, an old fashioned. It just doesn't work. No. Um, Even though you can make rusty nails. With yeah, scotch, you can make but, things, but it's yeah. just nothing yeah. hits the spot uh-huh. like a, a like an old fashioned or a Manhattan. That's just mm-hmm. oh. and then it. I don't know. Then the rest, yeah. fourth tier. So did we ever what explain? About you? For me, yeah. Oh well, you know. Uh, bourbon. And, mm-hmm. and I lean to the high-age stuff, but mostly barrel strength. So, um, yeah. I'll tell you. Like I said, George T. Stag, <laughs> which I would never get a bottle, but when I had my first sip of that, like I told you, I did a little dance. I was just <laughs> shocked. I was like, man, it was just a flavor bomb. And then the William LaRue Weller. That still to this day, that's those are my top two. Would I ever own bottles of it? No. <laughs> Probably not. And then if I did see it, I would not be able to afford it. But I'd have once to, we I'd give have you my this. score. Tell me you're gonna get a bottle someday. Of what? I've gotta try it. What, George C. No, William LaRue <sighs> Weller. I'm telling you, man. The only time we're gonna be able to have that whiskey if we go to Amon's. That's <laughs> the only. Can't he get a bottle and sell it to you? Yeah, but that's how he operates. But it's gonna I be think. like a thousand. I think he wants something. to give people a chance. That's why 
the episode that came out of the time of this recording, our episode 5, we gave appreciation to Amon because the way he operates, he, he may give bottles to his loyal customers, but I think it's a cool thing, which kind of works out for his wallet, obviously, is to have that bar up there, and then people could try stuff that they can't get their hands on. Mm-hmm. Because I would never have the opportunity to have a George C. Stagg or a William LaRue Weller unless I knew someone that had it like that that could get bottles like that, which I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I doubt that I could ever get my hands on one because it's so limited and secondary prices are sky high. If one pour is $60. That tells you how much the bottle's going to yeah. be. I mean, actually, retail for those two bottles, retail, are supposed to be 100 bucks, But you're never going to find it for that. <laughs> right. Hmm. It's going to be... Man, I even don't know what retail is anymore. Well, there you have it. Writer's tears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it gets yeah, we you, gave it our... gets you talking about something <laughs> else other than the whiskey, you know? <laughs> Like I said, it's a good conversation piece. You know, it makes you talk about other whiskeys. <laughs> no offense to Ryder's Tears or to Irish whiskey at all. I mean, it's enjoyable. It is. But after you, but you discuss you it. kind of nailed it with it. So yeah. it leans on the generic side. After you spend like two minutes discussing it, I mean, it's really not too many notes on the nose other than what we picked up with the apricot. Yeah. Um, the Whoppers. Um, Biscuit. And then the, the taste is just clean and crisp. Um, like I said, nothing to write home about. Mm-hmm. Um, what will, well, well sure a bottle. I'm thinking of a, a score. So well, what's the price? Can you remember the price range? In the 30s. I in the 30s. Somewhere in the 30s. Not too, not too bad. I will say that this is better than, um, you know, regular standard JMO, Jameson. Yeah. A little more complex. Yeah. It's not as bright. And I can't think of any other Irish whiskeys because I'm not that familiar with the Irish stuff. But, yeah, I'll pick this over Sandert Jameson. <clears throat> um, <sighs> 73. 5. Oh. That's low. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say eighty-two. Eighty-two for you? Yeah. It's it's just it's, not uh, my. It's up there, but it's not my profile. It doesn't wow me in any way. And seventy-three point five is not a bad grade. I I mean I it's enjoyable, but mm-hmm. it's just blah mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. I mean it's nothing. And I don't know if this has anything to do with it because. I haven't had this in a long time, but we just finished the bottle, these two pours. So it has sat with like an inch or three quarters of an inch of whiskey in the bottom of this bottle for probably two years. Yeah. And it tastes like a fresh neck pour to me. Like. Yeah, really? Like, yeah. So I can only imagine how the neck pour tastes it. Like, it probably tastes super generic. Because if this had time for two years in the bottle yeah, and it tastes yeah. like this, it's like, huh. That's all it developed yeah. as? 
Yeah. 73.5. Okay. And uh, 82. Mm-hmm. Sounds, sounds good. I think that's the furthest that we've been on our rating since the P. Nutty. 15? 60-something. Did I say 40? Or 40, yeah. You said 40. Yeah. People are calling oh. you out about that, man. I saw some people in person that uh, listened to it that I work with. They're like, man, he gave it a 40? Yeah. How did he give it a 40 after he said he had to rinse out his glass, man? <laughs> he had to get the taste out of his mouth, and he gave it a 40? Don't worry. Hey, they get after I, me, too, man. I am a... They, they've been... They've I been, look on the... I, I try to help everyone out. Yeah. They've been getting after us. Peanutty, you got to step it. Just forget it. Because now... Just close Some of the viewers the that I see in person kind of attack me of, you know, hey, man, your co-host is right. You got to stop bringing good in, uh, get low ends and. You got to start being bringing yeah. some bad low ends. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, he, he, I, I, I agree yeah, with him on all, that. I mean, everything you bring in <laughs> is like, really good. I was like, here's the thing, man. I was like, sometimes you don't see those crazy, those crazy flavored stuff or out of the box stuff. Sometimes you only see that like in seven fifties majority of the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what am I gonna do? Yeah. With that bottle. You gotta <laughs> that's do the it. Thing. That's the thing. You gotta do it, Joel. <laughs> what that's, are we gonna do with those bottles, that's man? That's why we have the podcast. You, what are we gonna do, you man? You gotta do it for the Make people. Make jungle juice out of those things? <laughs> I what are we gonna bo- do? I, I bought a bottle. I think I showed it to you. Yeah, I know. And you know I what I'm know. talking about. Yeah. And like, I have to buy a <laughs> 750 milliliters of this. I do it. I do it because you do it. I'm gonna do it. I was like, you I told those guys, it. you're right. You're right. He's like, yeah, man. One thing I'm gonna have to say, man, is like, Dylan's right. You're going to have to start buying some bad low-ends, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I'm helping you guys out to find out the good stuff. You know? Well, we, we set the bar with Peanutty. Man. Never we buy gotta, that stuff, guys. Find if we can that possibly stuff. go lower than that. Yeah. If you want to listen to some entertainment, this is episode 13. Go 10 episodes back. And, uh... <laughs> whew, that stuff was uh. horrid. <laughs> Yeah. I refuse to put in my glass, and, you know, Dylan here is like, come on, man, just do it. I'm like, <laughs> I I can smell this stuff, and I'm like, this is just going to tarnish the glass. It, it was just bad. It was like drinking chemical cough syrup. Terrible. Rubitussin. That's what I called it. Yeah. Don't buy it. Shepherd's Peanutty. Yeah. Don't at me. <laughs> I, it makes me curious about other peanut butter whiskeys because there's I, other one brands out there. Yeah, I, I think really in that episode, like that? that episode I did mention uh, Screwball. I hear that's a good peanut. Right, that's whiskey. a little more. That's like a higher end. Yeah, like, people people like that one. So higher end, you know, yeah. Yeah, sixteen dollars <laughs> to the five that you spent. All right, let's. Uh, I'm gonna pause it, rinse out my glass, and then we'll carry on with the high end. Mm-hmm. We are okay. back. We are what back. you got? We are back. Well, my turn for the high end. 
Arcana. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited too. I'm going to tell you right now. You you you've been uh, this hyping this thing. Is as far as man, is this available? Not so available. Oh, it has something to do with what I picked as my low end last episode, which was the Four Roses Single Barrel OBS V. And I think I explained the mash bills and stuff, and I said I was going to get more involved with that as far as the details concerning that, but I waited because I wanted to review this. So as my high end, I got the Four Roses Single Barrel Barrel Strength Store Pick. Okay. <clears throat> now, Ray's. Yeah. From Ray's. So this is a oldie but goodie. So I'm going to explain to you again. Um, Age 9 years, 10 months. Yes. So this one right here is a OESQ. As I explained in the last episode, that Four Roses does 10 recipes. So the one that we had last week was the OBSV, that Four Roses. 100 proof single barrel mm -hmm. and I explained to you that that's always going to be that with the 100 proof there's always going to be a OBSV and with that OBSV mash bill you're going to get 60% um, corn 35% rye and 5% malted barley so the one that we're reviewing today is a E mash bill so that's always going to be 75% corn, 20% rye, and also uh, 5% um, malted barley. So the only way you could get these dill, that's why I was asking about the availability. Usually only get these through store picks. Like if you're a liquor store, mm -hmm. does a pick of one or a bar, or if you just go to the distillery itself you're not going to huh. see these just randomly on the shelf like you do with the regular single barrel so yeah okay it's about <laughs> half full so clearly yeah. you've been enjoying this one yeah and this is probably from i'm gonna say three years ago okay so i've been taking it lightly because it's a special bottle and i'm yeah. like oh, i mean i'm never gonna get one <clears throat> uh, did you pay retail? Yeah, so retail for these are about ninety bucks. Really? Yeah, ninety to one hundred. Fifty-four point seven percent. Mm-hmm. And you know, with store picks, you know, you're gonna have different recipes and different proofs. So I'm gonna explain to you uh, what those letters mean because each recipe is different. I'm going to wait for you to pour, and then I will pour myself one. Oh, I forgot. It's high proof. Yeah. Just pour a little. Yeah, I poured a little too much. All right. Nice color. What do you think of that nose? Oh. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is... I'm telling you, man. <laughs> this is probably my favorite. <laughs> favorite. This is my favorite stuff. <laughs> but before before you oh, know too much, cow. I'm telling you, man. Huh. So okay, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna read off these recipes, man. 
So as I explained before, um, the the barrel strength bottles have that barrel select sticker, as you can see. You pointed out the rays. So those four recipe letters. Yeah. That O, the E, the S, and the Q. So with the O, that indicates the distillery that it comes from, which is four roses. What? Don't they just have one distillery? Yeah, but for some reason that O represents represents four roses. Okay. I don't know why they chose O. I don't know if they were called something or not. If you you listeners out there know, please contact us to let me know because I really haven't looked at the information for that. So sorry about that. But the O does represent the distillery for roses. So that third letter, S, that indicates that it's a straight bourbon. So right. the third letter. So and, that, and there's like rules to the being called the straight yeah. ind- indication, right? That yeah. means it's like minimum of certain amount of time. Yeah, all those rules. Almost like, well, not exactly like bottle and bomb, but all of it has a rule for yeah. it to determine. Um, so I already explained to you the E, and that was the mash bill. That's 75% corn, 20% rye, 5% malted barley and then the q that represents the east the yeast um just like i explained in the last video with the uh obsk or obsv sorry and uh what we had last week with the regular single barrel that v yeast represented delicate fruit spiciness and creamy so with this q here you're going to get from what they think, or what they say this yeast character brings, is uh, fruity, spicy, and then medium-bodied. And this, um, for the listeners, they can't see the what Dylan pointed out earlier. The race barrel that they selected was aged 9 years and uh, 10 months. And it gets more technical, like you said, you saw the proof. Mm-hmm. But the stuff... Like, all this right here is just the barrel information. Like, the warehouse number, um, the barrel number. Um, it even has, like, tier levels from where the barrel position is. Huh? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it gets cool. very technical. And people chase after these things. Like, when this releases, oh, yeah. it's gone within probably a half hour to an hour so i was only able to get my hands on this like three years ago and it they're hard to come by black friday <laughs> raised it another pick and they released it on race super saturday a day that i have to work and of course by the time i got there uh, sold out so at this time i i, I think all Whiskey producers should follow that yeah. indication of yeast and and recipe, mm-hmm. and that just makes sense. Yeah. So those, what's the E for again? Um, that's the mash bill. Oh, the, that, the mash bill. Yeah, seventy five percent corn, twenty okay. percent rye, five percent malted barley. Okay. So the recipes. So this is one. So we already had um, 
the one in the single barrel format, which was the OBSV. Then you have an OBSK, an OBSO, OBSQ, OBSF, an OESV, an OESK, um, OESO, OESQ, and then an OESF. And from what I hear, a couple years ago, OESF was like the one that people were just dying to get. And that OESF has that herb and mint quality to it, which I want to not know anything about that. But the one that people are going for now is the OESO. I hear that's the hardest one to get. Hmm. But any of them. Man, that's are hard to get. Kudos for uh, Four Roses for experimenting with yeast like that. Yeah. They're not just using one good yeast. They're they're trying like ten different kinds of yeast. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay. So sorry if I bored anyone for that information. I just thought that was vital <laughs> to explain. This smells. Now you know why, why they call it Four Roses. Like I get a lot of floor quality. Yeah. Oh. Like I Man, said, I think it's my favorite bourbon is the barrel strength. It's, it's unique. There's roses. nothing like that. I haven't yeah. had, smelled anything like this. It's got a uh, sweet, floral, and just super fine. Like, yeah. it just it goes down. Up. They also have a limited. And it's almost 60%. Plus, they have a limited edition Four Roses that I can never get my hands on a barrel strength. And you can also get that at Amon's. If you have the regular Four Roses, you know, it's like in a heart shape. They got the barrel strength limited edition in that, too. And that's high quality. It it gets on a lot of people's uh, bourbon of the year and stuff like that. Top 10. I mean, I cannot pick up any hints of alcohol on this nose. It's just aroma and flavor, but no alcohol burn. Man. Wow. (laughs) I love this stuff. I just do, man. It's becoming my favorite bottle to search for. And I'm not the only one. Everyone else is doing it. Uh... Last Ooh. month, hmm. last month, Dill. Wow, that went two different directions. At their distillery, in, I can't remember where their distillery is. Is it Lawrenceburg? I want to say it's Lawrenceburg. Yeah. Um, they came out with a 20-year of this. I don't know what the mash bill was. I got to look that up, but they came out with a 20-year one that you can only get at the distillery. Jeez. I can only imagine what that tastes like. I think it was two hundred bucks. I think this is, ten years is a right like the sweet spot for a bourbon aged. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, you were saying, like after about fifteen, it gets to be too much. And too much for oak. for bourbons, um, I think fifteen is as far as you want to go. Um, I do like Elijah Craig eighteen, but that can tend to be very oaky. It's like 15 is like for American stuff, mm-hmm. especially because of the climate and stuff here. I think mm-hmm. 15 is like the, as far as you want to go. 
wow, this is um, maybe 17 too. I don't know. So much so, flavor. There's again, so to remind everyone that's listening, we're having the uh, Four Roses Single Barrel, Barrel Strength, and it's the OESQ. So that's going to be the uh, the Q variant is delicate greens and light floral character. That's what we're having now. Yeah. So sorry if I misspoke. Yep. I can't remember what I said. That pretty before. much nails it. Delicate grain and floral. Yeah. But it's when they say delicate, it, there's a it's so much flavor. Yeah. It's just yeah. a flavor bomb. Let me uh let me add a little water. I mean, I get so much out of this caramel up front. Man, super good. What I can't say anything more about this that it's outstanding. It's my favorite whiskey right now. Huh. And the thing that I hate about it is that it's hard to get. It's like pulling teeth. Well, <sighs> I, I can see why. This stuff is uh, super tasty. Man. Yeah. This is uh like nothing else as far as American whiskey. No. Four Roses definitely This is a, it's its own thing. They definitely have their own profile that no one else can recreate. No. You're right. I have there are some similarities to their other cheaper you know, the flavor flavor profile yeah because i think it's because they always use that same recipe sometimes they all have it's like all their different lines can use those 10 recipes at at times and probably the still itself yeah. contributes somehow mm-hmm. to a unique flavor mm-hmm. uh i'm impressed this yeah. is great Man, you hyped it up. You were you were right. That's why I have a bonus, man. You were right. Oh. Yeah. Bonus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something else coming. Huh? Yeah. Sweet. It's, it's it's in it's in the same line, I wanna say. Okay. Well Is it too early for you to get a rating or are you still no, want some time? No, no, it's not too early. What are you um, what are you thinking? <laughs> I'll tell you honestly what I thought the moment I smelled this. The moment I smelled this, my brain went 92. Really? Yeah. Mm, that low, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I'm telling I, you, man, I'm biased. I'm saying 95 for me. I'm gonna have to stick with 92. 92? Yeah. I'm going I, 95, man. I got to. Cause it's just so different and so delightful. When when people are hyping this up three years ago about these barrel shrimps, I mean, you could walk in the Rays like like I did with this one and just go there and get it on the shelf when they release it. You can't do that anymore because it's going to be a line. Now in some other stores, you got to buy another store pick to get this. So you got to spend more money to buy this, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is crazy. 
at some places, which I get. I mean, you know, if you get a high quality thing like that, you want to get rid of your older sort of picks too. So people are not going to say no. <laughs> wow. But I just how like, do you, how do you go about finding another bottle? You just keep your eyes open or what? Do they ever announce? Just anything? hope. Just hope, man. That's it, huh? You just never, I was, you just uh, could stumble upon a bottle. I was in discount the other day, and they said that they, they did one, but he said it should be coming soon, but he said he's not going to post it because he said if he posts it, you know what's going to happen. It's going to be gone. <laughs> yeah. No one will get a chance. It'll be four yeah. people that buy buy all of it. So I've just been savoring on this, savoring this, uh, yeah. opening it up That's on special occasions and stuff. Wow. And it's like, sometimes it's just so hard to get a replacement of these because they just fly off the shelf. Uh, I'm hoping in Kentucky they do a release while we're there, but I'm pretty sure that's going to be very uh, doubtful. Bring your spending money, just in case. Yeah. You might even get a bottle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I wish I could only imagine how that 20-year tastes. That with some deep <laughs> oak presents, I bet it's so good. Man, I don't, I don't. I Even really though I don't just think said about fifteen age more than ten years, because let's just call this ten years. Yeah, uh, this is this is so smooth and flavorful. I don't know if you can improve on it. Mm -hmm. And shout out to the guys at Ray's that picked this. Because I'm pretty sure they had numerous of options of what barrel they wanted. And they picked this one. And they did a good job. Yeah, this is the best four roses I've ever, ever had. Can you imagine if you had one, like, from Amon or something? Because you know he knows his stuff. I wonder what he would pick. Because <laughs> he gets some good barrel picks. As we know mm -hmm. from the Cerulites that he chose. Yeah. Yeah. 92 and a 95. It's so... If you can get this for $100, buy it. Totally. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, how was it when you added water? Um, it actually didn't change that much. Really? Yeah. I added yeah. a whole teaspoon of water and um it's kind of the same wow mm. maybe less um intense as far as f flavor per drop mm -hmm. you know yeah get you on that one but it didn't change the flavor that much at all In fact, the nose is a little more opened up mm -hmm. uh, with that Four Roses signature. Yeah, taste. Yeah, it's spot on, man. I mean, they have a different profile from others. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very different. And in a good way. Shout out to Elliot, man. He's their master distiller. Man, And then Al Young back in the day. Elliot, huh? 
Yeah. Elliot, you're doing something right. This is super good. Brent Elliot. Okay. What's the bonus? Do I have to finish this? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we're gonna pause it again. Yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna take my time. Yeah. yeah. Gonna, take your time. <laughs> take your time. We got all day. Slam. This is gonna be our, our longest video, but it's gonna be worth it. I'm telling you. And back from another break. We need it. We had yeah. a long day. We were um have some. Did some, a cork pop earlier? Yeah. Mm. And did a low and a high. That was a real surprise. You're gonna you're gonna love that one when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've been uh, not over drinking, but just pacing ourselves, yeah. I should say. Yeah. So when I got here today, I was like, uh, kind of got a bonus thing that I want to do. Speaking of Four Roses, since I reviewed it on the last <laughs> episode, and then I reviewed it on this episode, and what better time do I have to officially do a fresh cork pop on here? Oh, surprise. Yeah. Two cork pops in one day. Yeah. Of, what? of uh, what? another uh, Four Roses, <laughs> a different recipe. <laughs> From uh, our man Amon. <laughs> so this is so, a this is a OE OESF. Ten years and two, two months. months. Yeah, that does seem to be a good spot. So same ash bill, and with the OESF, you're gonna that yeast quality will have uh, herbs and mint. All right. Yeah. So, so you're gonna same see. mash bill, everything's the same, yeah. pretty much. So, so make sure you have a light pour this time, because his is 61.7%. Okay. Right. So fresh quart pop on a low and high episode. I, I couldn't resist, because I've been saving this bottle for quite some time, because I actually got my hands on one a few months ago, which was hard to get. This came out on a Wednesday during the day. I was sleeping, turned over on the side, and I'm like, what did he just post? <laughs> Jetted over there, and people are like already there. This is like middle of the day. And if people that listen to this that live in Wisconsin, if you're familiar with Wind Lake, Wisconsin, it's pretty much in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing. So I'm like, <laughs> where do all these people from work or whatever come from or what have you? So, yeah. And plus, I got a little help from my wife too. She helped me. Is that darker? Looks a little. Yeah, because it's aged a little bit more, right? Because mm. uh, let's see here, the raised one was nine years and ten months, and this that's four ten. more months. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's darker. Yeah, it's darker. It is darker. All right, I'm excited for this. You want? Yeah. yeah. Oh, do the sure. honor? I pour you force. Do the cork pop. Oh. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, you even got the perfect glass for it. Or yeah. is this a terrace on it? This is a. Uh... Thank you. Granted, this is a neck pour, so... Wow, yeah. I tell you. We know once this opens up, 
down the road. Makes a difference. Head might the nose is not something. nearly pronounced. So if I didn't mention this before, Dylan and I are going to Kentucky, and um, I don't know. I'm going to try to get to the Four Roses. I don't know if Dylan will be able to, because Dylan's coming later, and we already have stuff on the agenda. So uh, me and my wife will be heading that way earlier than Dylan and his wife will be. And I'm planning on going to Four Roses, because... I don't know why it didn't pop up in my mind when we were, you know, discussing on the distilleries to go, which I'm happy with the places that we're going. And I'm like, how in the heck did I forget for roses? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of a limited time frame yeah. we got. You can only do so much. Almost the same nose, but different. A lot more heat, obviously. Higher ABV. Yeah. But you still get that same huh. beautiful floral character. Yep. But something different. I don't know. I want to say buttery. Were you thinking that too? I was thinking like a caramel. Yeah, caramel. I, I didn't smell that before. But like... Um... Yeah, maybe buttery is a good <sighs> description of the difference between the two. You know how you could have that nice, salty, buttery smell? Like if you got like a nice glazing oh. brush and you do it over a biscuit? Mm-hmm. Not saying that this is biscuity, but if you smell the top of the biscuit, you're going to get that salty, buttery smell. And that's what I'm kind of getting... At the tail end, after you nose this. Like a hot buttered roll. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Swirling around a little bit more. So, if anyone's interested, you know, I, I wish that we were able to review something that was more attainable, but I was, I'm afraid... Not so much with these because you gotta be on it. Um, these could release in the middle of the week during the day or middle of the week, you know, early in the evening, like after everyone's got home from work. <laughs> really? Because that's happened before too. Like seven o'clock at night? There's a liquor store out there in Hill's Corner. Uh, I wanna say consumer beverage. Um, a late Thursday night. Since I'm a night shifter, I'm about to lay my head down to get some rest at 5 o'clock in the evening. And I have this bad habit of looking at my phone before I go to sleep. So I'm like looking on Instagram. And then like right at 5.15, 5.10 on a Thursday, um, Consumer Beverage posted, Oh, our uh, single barrel pick of Four Roses just came in. Gotta go. Yeah. So, didn't go, because I'm like, I'm already in bed. I was like, it's not even worth it. Um, Then my wife called the next day to see if they still had it. And the guy told her, he was like, yeah, that same day when we posted it, um, you know, it sold out in 30 minutes. (laughs) He said less than an hour. Yeah. It was gone. 
And I don't know what recipe they had or or anything. Going for a sip. Whoa. Hmm. What? Hmm. Different. There's a dryness. Oaky. The oak. Yeah. I'm gonna say for this neck pour. That's that's probably why the color is darker, because it's more oak. There's a dryness. Dried out my tongue. I'm gonna add a little water. I like this for a neck pour. This is a lot of flavor, too. Man. Half a teaspoon. <clears throat> huh. That's good. That is really good. The sweet, sweet nose is not there like it was in the other one. Oh, okay. For me. I am, it's a little more dry. It's not as sweet. I am getting that uh, mint note on the back. Just a hint. Kind of lingers in the aftertaste. Yeah. Like fresh mint. Like I'm just having the... Um, what do you call it? What's the drink... Oh my gosh. They drink it during the Kentucky Derby. Uh, mint julep? Yeah, there you go. More heat. Definite more heat. But I really don't think this is a fair comparison. No, 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 no. Because, because of the level and all that stuff. Because of the level, yeah, yeah, yeah. it really must yeah. have changed. That's why I said that this is a bonus. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see your. I wanted you to kind of get an experience, especially with the years kind of so close together. Yeah, I wanted you to see how it can open up, even though there are different recipes. But I wanted you to experience a fresh quart pop too. That's fun. And I'm like, what better time to do a fresh quart pop while we're reviewing a Four Roses? So. Yeah, and it's you know a good comparison because yeah. the really the major difference is the yeast. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it does make a difference. I'm I'm surprised that the whiskey industry is not all over the yeast thing more. That they're not like experimenting with all kinds of yeast because it makes a difference. Ah. <sighs> Yeah. So like we did with the fresh core pop earlier, even though we're going to be reviewing this probably somewhat down the road, what would your first impression score be from a neck pour of this? Just, this is, I have to uh, ignore my memory of the first bottle. Mm-hmm. I would say, just based on what I'm smelling and tasting right now, that's 87, 88. That's why I was going to say it's 88. 88? Yeah. Man, we're just on it, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
88, that's what I was going to give it. From a neck pour. Yeah. I, I, you know, I know this is going to go. It's going to be in the high 90s for me once again. Up. Yeah. And that's from a neck pour. If you're close to a 90 for a neck pour. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I, you know what? Even though that other one was in, in its prime when you, when we had it. When this is in its prime, I think I'm gonna like this one better. Yeah, because like I told you, that O E S O and that this one right here, the O E S F. From what I hear, those are the two popular recipes. But I never got a mm. chance to. But it, I I think it's all about everyone's preference. I'm pretty sure they're all fantastic. Because you even like the regular 100 proof single barrel, the OBSV. Which you could. Yeah. That's available around here. 35 to 40 bucks. Same bottle, but different label. Yeah, this is drier and different. Not as sweet. I keep saying the same things, but that's all I can. It, and which fits I think my I've, profile I think, flavor likes better. I want to say up front.